All right, here we go. For you IDP freaks, let's get down to biz. We're starting off with the linebacker spots. Anyone who's in the chat right now, you want to get a question answered that's non-IDP related, just make sure you leave it as a super chat. Otherwise, we're going to knock out some, uh, some of these player, these positional players really quick. And first guy I got to talk about, been talking about him for weeks and weeks now, but his percentage really hasn't bumped up. Frankie Luvu. Man, this guy is such a beast. Been telling you about him for a few weeks now. This dude just does not quit. Going up against the Arizona Cardinals this week, or I mean, um, went up against the Arizona Cardinals this past week, a heavy run team, and just held it down like crazy. And uh, going up against uh, the 49ers this next week, another team that just runs the ball very, very heavily. So Frankie Luvu, Dynasty, Redraft, whatever it is, go pick this dude up. He's a man amongst boys out there. It has been freaking awesome to watch him work. I mean, he had kind of an off week, you know, in week three, only like 12 points, but two out of the last three weeks, over 30 points in IDP one, two, three scoring. So something you got to get on your squad right away. Another guy who I've mentioned more than one time is Hassan Reddick. We keep talking about the Eagles defense. He's one of those beasts over there that is holding it down. He has his great week in week three. Finally, the breakout week, we were waiting for him. First two weeks, he really didn't do much. And then this past week versus the Jags, over 30 points, two sacks. He's had three and a half sacks just in the last two games. Like, yeah, Hassan Reddick, high motor. There's so many good players on the Eagles front seven that he's not one of those guys who's getting double teamed. So he's getting the one-on-one matchups. I mean, sometimes he's even running free towards the quarterbacks. Yeah, we definitely got to get Hassan Reddick. He's only 3% rostered in redraft league. So, you know, if you play in a deeper IDP league, no way he's there. But you play in a shallow IDP league, for sure, he's someone who uh, needs to be on your radar and picking. Another guy, another linebacker we've been mentioning for a while is Rashawn Gary for the Green Bay Packers. Just super solid. Like, that is just it. Just super, super solid. Gets after the quarterback. We love it. This past week versus New England, he throws up over 30 points in IDP 123. He does have the two sacks, but he has around seven combined tackles. And just in the last three games, four total sacks. And, you know, going against New England, went against Tampa Bay, going against Chicago. You know, really, really dope linebacker to go get over there from Green Bay. He's just holding it down. And let's see. How about so Matt Milano? He's only rostered in about 10% of redraft leagues. If you're in a deeper league, like no way that he's available, but I would make sure that you just go double check that Matt Milano is not available. The middle linebacker for the Buffalo bills in the last three weeks, he's had over 10 points, but in week two, over 25 points in week four, over 25 points. So someone who is just holding it down for the bills defense. They have a lot of great players over there on the Bills D and Matt Milano is just doing things over there. Let's see. We got to keep, we got to keep deep diving. And uh, Oh, how about your boy Malcolm Rodrigo for the Colts? He's playing a ton of snaps now. I mean, not for the Colts, for the lions, my bad, the lions. He's playing a ton of snaps 
over there. It's him and Alex Anzalone. Like those are the dudes to roster over there. They always seem to be on the field. Neither one of them really comes off too often. And in the last three weeks, I mean, he's thrown up 15 plus points, but this past week going over double digit combined tackles, Mr. Rodrigo. Oh yeah. Malcolm Rodriguez is his Christian name. But if you guys watched hard knocks, Malcolm Rodrigo is that dude. It has says Rodrigo is a pimp. Him and Alex Anzalone, they are holding it down over there. A lot of love for the Detroit Lions linebackers over there. And, okay, we don't really talk too much about the San Francisco, like, linebackers outside of, of what's his name? Fred Warner. There we fucking go. <laughs> Can't believe I'm blanking on Fred Warner's name. Because Fred Warner has kind of been blah. I mean, he does okay, but to me... He has like all these LB2 and LB3 weeks, you know, like rarely does he have these LB1 games where he's going like 25 plus points. But someone who needs to be on your radar. Thanks, Freak Stomper. I smoked way too many bowls this morning. I can't even remember Fred Warner's name. But Dre Greenlaw. So he's always not middle of the road, but he's always just very solid. But if you're in like a super shallow, you know, IDP league, he's usually not one of those guys who's rostered. He's putting himself on the map, you know what I mean? With these 15 combined tackles that he had in week four. Everybody schemes against Nick Bosa. Everybody schemes against Fred Warner. Like all those type of things people are doing. And Dre Greenlaw has been one of those guys who's been coming through with the big time points. I mean, in week two, around 16 points. Week three, 15. This past week, 29 points. 12 solo tackles all by himself. So yeah, that is uh, that is someone that that's nothing to sneeze at right there. And let's see. So there's, I mean, there's a bunch of linebackers right there. One guy who I got to mention again, because he's only 29% rostered in redraft leagues, but Michael Walker, this dude, he just gets 20 points like every single week. It's like literally set it and forget it. 20 points in IDP one, two, three. I mean, he gets 19 in week four, but he's already got over 20 points, you know, in multiple ones in multiple games. So if he's still somehow there, in your leagues and if he's not on your team shame on you because i've literally been talking about him since week one but michael walker go pick him up and add him and then one last one for atlanta because atlanta they're just they're on the field so much rashawn evans he was kind of whatever with the titans he comes over to the falcons he's only had one game where he's gone below double digit points last week and week uh, two weeks ago week three 29 points 18 points in week four they're on the field so much and they're just, they're killing it out there, these linebackers. So we got to get them locked in on the squad. All right. So there you have it. There were the linebackers. And now we got to talk about some defensive linemen. How about that? We're usually talking about guys that are rostered in 30% or less. I mean, really, I kind of put it at 25% or less of redraft leagues because I mean, it's probably like one out of every four leagues. That is, that's an IDP league anyways, and probably not even one out of four. So, but, but yeah, let's get to these D linemen and let's see here. Who are we going to talk about first? Let me see here. Cause a lot of these guys, I mean, well, how about Brian Burns? So in a lot of redraft leagues, I know he was dropped because his percentage went, it was up in week two and then it went down. It was over 30%. And then it went down in week three when he put up a goose egg versus the saints but then what does he do i mean he comes back and puts up another 20 plus point outing so if brian burns somehow got dropped in your league 
I mean, definitely got to go pick him up. No way that he should be a free agent. No way he should only be rostered in only 22% of leagues as good as he is. Another guy who got dropped in a bunch of leagues. And uh, Josh Allen for the Jaguars. Okay. In week two, he throws down 22 points. Week three, he only throws four. He only throws up four points. So he got massively dropped. And when I say massively dropped, it's like a 10 point swing in the percentages, but that's a lot because IDP, there's not as many IDP leagues as there are, you know, just every, uh, you know, as many as all the other leagues, but then he comes down versus Philly throws up 18 Josh Allen. If he was dropped somewhere, go pick him up. Those would be like my top two guys for sure, because they shouldn't, he's rostered in 24% of IDP leagues. He, he should be rostered in way more than 24% of, of redraft IDP leagues. Let's see here. Because after those guys, then we're really just starting amongst, you know, guys who have been doing really solid, but might might not even be rostered in a bunch of these leagues. And I got to start off with Jonathan Allen, someone who I've mentioned on the show a bunch. And so I know you guys know his name, but he's the, he's the defensive tackle for the Washington Commanders. Huge game this past week, 30 plus points. He's only 12% rostered with Chase Young, not there. It just seems like a lot of these guys just do better. I don't know what it is. I mean, last week, well, not last week, in week three, throws down 13 points. This past week, 30, he's just someone that you got to have out there. If you have multiple defensive line spots, you got to get him out there and get him on your team. Zach Allen for the Arizona Cardinals. Huge, huge game. And this one might not be worth chasing, but J.J. Watt is hurt and like, it's like the longer that he stays hurt and banged up, the more that Zach Allen like just plays. And so over the last couple of weeks, not too much, but he throws up 26 points this past week. And uh, I mean, they're going up against Carolina, you know, so I mean, matchup uh, for sure, you know, helped him out going up against the Eagles though, uh, this week and hurts. He takes some sacks because he's always, he's always moving. He's always getting outside the pocket and uh, yeah, we just got to get, uh, got to get going on that stuff. Josh Allen, someone who in Dynasty, I was drafting him everywhere. And Triple X Lex, remind me in between the uh, the segments here, because these are getting these videos are getting chopped up to be put on YouTube. So I'm not straying away from the IDP while we're talking about it. Gotta get me in between the in between the positional segments. But we're not talking about defensive linemen for too long either way. All right, another guy who has just dropped like crazy because now he's only rostered in 1% of redraft leagues, Danico Autry for the Tennessee Titans. And he got dropped like crazy because he threw up a goose egg in week three, total stinker in week three, but in week two, 14 points. He had a sack in week four, 21 points, had two sacks. So this is someone who, I mean, I'm not saying he's matchup proof because obviously he just threw down, you know, a stinker, but they're going up against Washington this week. And we know Carson Wentz is, is always seems to be under pressure, you know, right there. So uh, I'm going to say Danico Autry, if you play multiple linemen or you're just looking to pick up someone and start in one week for one week, I'm going to say, go ahead and pick him up. Let's see. Okay, so I mean, you got to be deep diving if we're going to go for a guy like Dexter Lawrence. Might be more of like a dynasty guy because he's a little bit longer in the tooth. You know, double-digit points in almost every single game. Two sacks in this past week going up against Chicago. That's just one of those things. Anyone who's going up against Chicago, I'd be confident about starting their lineman because Fields is always seeming like he's got the hands in his face. So 
Yeah, let me see. This week, the Giants are going up against... I'm saying the Giants because Dexter Lawrence, that's who he plays for. They are going up against the Packers. So I guess might not be the best this week. Aaron Rodgers doesn't necessarily take a lot of sacks. There you go. And Bogey said Carson Wentz leads the league in sacks. Took it in the ass. There you go. That's why you pick up Danico Autry and play him against Carson Wentz. All right. Ooh. Okay. Grady Jarrett. Someone who I've been talking about for the last two or three weeks here. But we're talking about how we just want to roster these players on the Atlanta Falcons because they're on the field so much. <coughs> if you play defense for a team that the offense is kind of trash, that means you're going to be on the field more and you're going to have a lot of opportunity. I mentioned two linebackers over there. We mentioned Rashawn Evans and we mentioned Michael Walker. Now I'm mentioning Grady Jarrett, who's the defensive tackle for this squad. One sack in each of the last two games, 21 points in week three, 16 points in week four this is just someone who if you're hurting at the d-line spot i mean you got to go out and get them they're going up against the bucks this week who have a really trash line yeah this is a grady jarrett he's uh, he's an old school vet and the dude knows what he's doing out there and a solid player that you can get on your squad another vet how about sebastian joseph day for the chargers and uh, funny do you know what sebastian joseph day's number is Number 69. 69, dudes. Every chance we get, let's get it mentioned. Doubled the, over 15 points in each of the last two weeks. Going up, He went up against Jacksonville three weeks ago, then went up against Houston this past week. 15 points in week three, 16 in week four. And then this week, they are going up against the Brownies. Let's get him in there. They're going to be running in a lot. He's going to have shots to go hit Brissette. If you're deep diving, I mean, because he's only rostered in 2% of leagues. Ooh, I just said that we want to play guys who are going up against the Chicago Bears, right? At least guys who are on the line going up against the Chicago Bears. Well, the Minnesota Vikings play the Chicago Bears this week. And Dalvin Tomlinson, they're one of their def interior defensive linemen over there in Minnesota. He's got double-digit points in two of the last three weeks. Got 13 points against Philly in week two, and then 15 points last week against New Orleans. And the constant for him going over <coughs> double digit points <coughs> is mixing in at least half a sack, half a sack in week two, one sack in week four. And he always puts up a bunch of combined tackles here. I mean, looks like, I mean, four is what I can see is like the least amount of combined tackles that he's had in the season per game so yeah dalvin tomlinson if you're deep diving we want to play the matchup you want to play these linemen that are going up against fields and let's get him in there all right here's someone who i've been waiting to talk about because we talked about him for dynasty season had him as a top four defensive lineman for uh, for my rookie rankings for the dls jermaine johnson the other double j over there for the new york jets that one of their rookies He's had double-digit points in each of the last two weeks. He had 10 points last week versus Cincinnati. He has 15 points in, the, in week four versus the Steelers and got a big-time sack in that game as well. Jermaine Johnson, get him on your radar because who are they going up against this week? Let me see. Where is it? Who are they going up against this week? Going up against the Dolphins. We don't know if it's going to be Tua. We don't know what's going on over there right now they do have one of the better lines in the league but 
Jermaine Johnson is one of those guys who's getting a lot of one-on-one matchups right now. There's a lot of vets on the line. He's not one of those guys just yet. So he's kind of not getting the respect that his talent deserves. So let's take advantage of that while we can in these IDP leagues. Let's see. That might be it. There's a bunch of guys that I can mention here, but all those guys are the guys who I'm confident about picking up and actually starting because that's what we're talking about is guys you can pick up and start. And I got another one for you, actually, for the New York Giants. Another New York Giant guy out there, Jihad Ward. You can play him at the linebacker or the defensive end. He's had double-digit points in each of the last three weeks, 11 in week two, 11 in week three, 19 in week four when he went up against Chicago. Because why? We want to stream our linemen versus Chicago. Let's remember that, okay? For IDP, for our defensive linemen, we want to stream our linemen versus Chicago. And uh, yeah, Jihad Ward, W-A-R-D. Get him on your radar now because he's one of those guys who is probably not being mentioned out there. And uh, okay, and uh, Antonio already said, okay, two is already announced out. There we go. Going with Teddy. All right. Thanks, guys. See what happens when you're out of it for one day. (laughs) You miss all this kind of stuff. All right. There's the lineman. There's your IDP waiver wire defensive lineman. Let's get these dubs. All right. Let's get in to the DBs. The last position that we're going to talk about for your IDP waivers. You guys haven't subscribed. If you're watching us on the replay and you haven't subscribed, shame on you smash the subscribe button right now and you guys should be watching live like everyone in the chat right now who is watching live is way more lit and watch live and get your questions answered as well let's get into these dbs and we gotta start off let's see we gotta start off with yeah let's mention him again my man talanoa hufunga i believe that's how you say it dude has been killing it since week one we've been talking about him forever bogey was someone talking about him in the uh, in the preseason you know just dynasty guys all that kind of stuff and he had an off week in week three only had nine points but outside of that double digits like every point uh, every game went for like 27 points this past week he's all over the place and the dopest thing about it is they always have him getting in there getting after the quarterback so qb hits are always going to be a thing in the mix for Hufunga. Mike Edwards, like how has his percentage not jumped up? I mean, we've been talking about him for three weeks, 11% rostered in redraft leagues. Going over 20 points in each of the last three weeks. He has 24 points in week two. A lot of it came from touchdowns. He had two interceptions, two touchdowns, you know, or or no, not two touchdowns. He had two interceptions, big time game, you know, for him. And then what's he do? Because he only had three tackles in that game. And they were like assisted tackles. They weren't even solos. But what's he do the next game? Puts himself on the map. 24 points again. But this one came via the tackle. He had 13 combined tackles. Nine of them were solos in week three. What does he do? In week four, he has the best game of his season. Goes out and throws up 26 points. 13 combined tackles again, five solos, but he gets after the quarterback and gets a big time sack as well. So Mike Edwards, if you haven't grabbed him in the last couple of weeks and we've been talking about him, go out there and get him. Just do it now. Do it now. Let's play it smart here. Okay. Cause we got to follow these trends and he's been trending up for the last three weeks. That's for damn sure. All right. 
Now, how about who else can we get in the mix here? Oh, okay. So Von Bell we talked about him last week, talked about him the week before, like in the last three weeks, week two, 17 points, week three, 20 points, week four, 30 points. Ever since I said, go pick him up. He's just done better and better and better and better. And it's mostly coming from the solo tackles is what it's coming from. And that's why we love it. 30 points in, in week four, Cincinnati, they've, they, they always have had solid safeties over there. And Von Bell is, is fucking killing it over there right now. And uh, we got to love it, man. We got to love it. And Bogey said, how about Jesse Bates? Oh, Jesse Bates. Uh, he, no, he's still, uh, let me see. What's Jesse, what did Jesse do? It's, I mean, so this, that's what sucks. And he said, finally had a decent game. Like, I mean, yeah, the last two weeks, you threw up 14 points and 15 points, but this is not the Jesse Bates that we drafted. Von Bell is the dude to roster over there. And he has been for a while and he's just killing it over there right now. So yeah, Jesse Bates, you only play in a league with like one DB or something. I mean, he honestly might be droppable. I mean, we got to make these moves. I mean, Von Bell, he has, I mean, shit, he has so many points, you know, right now compared to Bates. I mean, he only has one game where he went under single digit points over there. That's kind of the issue with Bates is like half the games he's came up with single digit points, but at least he is on the uprise. Let's see. So Jordan Poyer, he may have been dropped. I mean, he was rostered in a bunch more leagues right now. Rostered said in 29% of redraft leagues. He was dropped massively because he wasn't anywhere close to being like under 30%. So it, just go check the waiver wire. See if he got dropped because he did throw up a stinker in, in week three, threw up this, didn't play in week three, and then comes back, throws up 31 points in week four, threw up, you know, 20 plus points in week two. And the news, at least that I see, is that he's, that he is expected to practice, but we, we shall see. Got to monitor that on the news show on Fantasy News Today. Make sure you're tapping in. Here goes another safety for the Jacksonville Jaguars because Jacksonville Jaguars got a lot of dope of, of IDP players and Andre Cisco. We're going to, if Cisco keeps becoming a thing, we will get the thong song dropped for him at 19 points in week two, eight points in week three, 27 points in week four. So you got to love it. Just looking super, super solid out there and match him up with Rashawn or what's his name Jenkins over there Jenkins has been super super solid as well let me see what Jenkins did this week 13 points for him <coughs> Jenkins had his big week in week two week one and week three single digits and has a decent game in week four but it's been Cisco you know he's wanting to see that thong and he's wanting to get those tackles and that's the thing is uh, he got he's got two interceptions Cisco does on the year and then he had that he was the one who had the pick six this past week and has said Legarius Sneed is a beast too hell yeah if you guys watch the show you know how much me and Bogey love Legarius Sneed and how much we've been talking about him I mean 20 plus points in each of the last two weeks he had a big time QB sack this past week but yeah tweaked his ankle a little bit so we're gonna have to monitor that and actually he had a sack in each of the last two weeks. And that, that's just what we love. If we got a DB out there who's going to be rushing the quarterback and getting potential sacks, mix that in with potential INTs, like, oh, yeah, we're all about those guys. All right, how about Eddie 
Jackson, only rostered in 8% of redraft leagues. So we're talking Chicago Bears, talking one of the shittiest offenses in the league. And what do we like when, when a team has a shitty offense? What do we like? We like their IDP players. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make sure I get all you guys on these little isms that are going to be staples of this channel. And uh, people are really going to remember that. So you play on a team with shitty offense. We love your IDP players. Eddie Jackson, one of those guys that we love. Over 20 points in each of the last two weeks. Go get him. Go get him, please, because he is so, so solid. And what's dope about Eddie Jackson is it's mostly coming from the tackles. I mean, pretty much his baseline is like 10, 10 combined tackles, and that's really what it's all about. That is really what it's all about, that 10-point baseline. Let's see. Who are some other guys that we could talk about? Well, Honey Badger finally has his coming out party. You know, he's kind of been whatever so far, but he had a big-time interception. You know, had a bunch of combined tackles as well. So he's only rostered in 25% of leagues. Like, each week, he's been drop, drop, drop. This is going to be the week where he probably gets back up on the horse. You know, people start drafting him a bunch. Of, let's see. How about... Okay, how about Deshaun Elliott? So now that Tracy Walker went down, there's going to be other guys who are just going to be bumping up a little bit. And Deshaun Elliott, over double-digit points in each of the last three weeks. But this past week had a huge game. 20 total points, had nine solo tackles on the week. So Deshaun Elliott, he's rostered in like 1% of leagues. Nobody knows who the fuck this guy is. Go pick him up. Detroit, their, their defense is on the field a lot. I like it a lot. Ooh, one guy who I finally get to talk about, because until now it was kind of like get him off your squad and in a couple redraft leagues and the dynasties, I benched him everywhere. Nazir Adderley finally coming through with a decent game here outside of that i mean he had like 19 points this past week it was really uh, i mean finally something that we could hang our hat on i mean week one was okay for him but these past two weeks i mean shit like five points or less two weeks in a row like that's just something that we really don't like especially out of, out of a safety position and uh, i wonder if michael carter okay so this is crazy so the jets i, I don't know if you guys know they have a Michael Carter on offense and they have a Michael Carter on defense. It was like, they just had to have every Michael Carter. Like, wait, did we get the right Michael Carter earlier? Or do we got to get this other guy now too? Yeah. We so they got two Michael Carters on their squad. He had a nice coming out party this past week. He had, it was about 19 points that he had, I believe. Where the hell is that? Yeah, 17 points this past week. So maybe it's a little bit of a coming out party. It was, he had an INT was what it was. He's always been getting like around three or four tackles like per week. But this week, you know, he mixes in an INT and then boom, 17 points for the week. So yeah, Michael Carter, the D, the DB Michael Carter on the Jets. We got two Josh Allens in the league. We got two Michael Carters in the league. And let's see here. Who else we got? Because uh, there's a lot of guys that we can mention, but I'm really just trying to mention guys who we think we can pick up and start is what it is. And this one's a little crazy because we're getting into some getting into some cornerbacks here for the Niners. People throw on the Niners a lot. And how do I even say his name? Dio Madori Lenore, something like that. L-E-N-O-I-R. Number 38 cornerback for the Frisco uh 
for the Frisco Niners. Has a really decent game in week three and then has a decent game in week four. It's really just really, I mean, with him, it's going to be about the opportunity. Teams are not really going to like run that much on San Fran because they just hold it down. So he has 13 points in week three, and then he has 22 points in week four because he mixed in a QB sack as well. So not sure how to pronounce his name, but I like his stats. Let's get him out there. Lenore. And you know what? Let's get another cornerback in here. Denzel Ward. Because I mean, the way that you score points on Cleveland is by throwing at the cornerbacks, especially the, the, the wide out, the out wide, wide receivers and all that. And Denzel Ward, he's just holding it down with the tackles and the turnovers. Week three, 25 points, had a forced fumble, had a TD. And then week four versus Atlanta has a big INT, throws down 18 points. I mean, really, it's about the game scripts. You know, with IDP, if we can understand the game scripts a little bit better. Because I hate the people who are like, oh, IDP so random. It's random if you don't know what the fuck you're looking for. So with IDP, it's all about the game script. That's really what it's all about. And what is the game script when you go up against Cleveland? You throw it on them because they're hard. They're easier to throw on than they are to run on. And they're going up against the Chargers. He's either going to be covering, I mean, Mike Williams or Keenan Allen if he plays. And then probably a combination of both. All right. Let's see. Any other player worth mentioning? Because, I mean, there's going to be guys like Patrick Sertan, you know, who were on people's waiver wires. You know, I mean, he has one big game, but he's more of a shutdown corner, you know, than anything. Like when it comes to these DBs, if we're just playing DBs, we're really trying to get safeties in there, not necessarily the corners, unless it's corners who are getting after the QBs, corners that, you know, like, like Legereus Sneed, for example. He plays cornerback. Everybody throws on the Kansas City Chiefs. That's why he gets a shit ton of tackles. All right. And there you have it. There's the IDP waiver wire video. If you're watching this on replay and you didn't subscribe, subscribe. Everyone who's watching now live. And if you're watching on the replay, go to fantasyfootballhustler.com. Go subscribe everywhere, including the podcast. Appreciate you guys for checking out the IDP waivers for week five. Defense! On me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Here comes the...